Because I remember when T.I. came out, like, to the world in about, like, 03, 04, probably. And mm-hmm. he kind of, well, I don't want to say he put a, he put Atlanta music on the map, but, you know, that's not necessarily true. But I would say that he, he brought it a little more mainstream. So yeah. I, I agree with you that he, he like, is the king of track. Yeah, and he took more pride in, like, saying, hey, I'm from Atlanta. I mean, Ludacris did too, and it, like, like not to say that it's uh, it's other rappers that have come from Atlanta. You I mean you got out, Outkast? I mean, for sure. I mean, they were like the like the main originators from and from that ATL sound. But when they come when they came down to trap music, remember Outkast? Their sound wasn't really trap music. It exactly. Was more, it was more of a different, like laid back, cool Southern kind of style. Then you had uh, when Ti came, he had like. Uh, what was the song called? Money, uh, cars and <laughs> Like you can hear the trap, you, you can hear the trap beat throughout songs like that. Yeah, like, he he was gritty. He was gritty. Yeah, like that when he first came out. Even um, you don't know me was with that 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 song mm-hmm. in particular. That was a big that was a big record at the time. Like when I was younger, and like you know, it really was it really was just it was different and had he had a different sound and um you know yeah i'm de- i definitely feel like he's absolutely right when he says he originated the term trap music even though people not like i said might not want to give him that credit just because you know we get into different times and everybody forgets stuff you know everybody catches amnesia and then you never people are like oh you got to go back in time you got to actually look at stuff he i had to be south locked down for a very long time so, for sure I mean, that's just that's the whole I mean that's the fact right there. Um, nobody can debate with that. All right, so um, like I said, Kevin Love signed um, a four-year contract worth 120 million with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, extension. LeBron congratulated him on securing the bag. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and what are, what is their future looking like when they're signing extensions with guys like Kevin Love? Keep, keeping Kevin Love around in Cleveland allows Cleveland to stay pretty relevant in the East. So that's, I, I would say that this is a deal that they had to get done if they wanted to stay relevant. Now they can focus on, you know, signing guys like Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, and, you know, keep keeping the rest of the core around them. So mm-hmm. hopefully they, you know, do good and bounce back from losing LeBron, which is, you know, almost impossible because you can't replace LeBron. But just right. keeps them pretty relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty much with you on that, but I, I do feel like this this gives them a. I don't know. Are they take, are they taking a a back seat to being? You know, I I don't feel. I feel like now it's gonna kind of be like you know just con, you know trying to rebuild the franchise. Now it's not right. not they're not preparing for a championship anymore. It's more like we're building a franchise, so we're having to start from the bottom again and try to build our way back up and you know like they have to sign Colin Sets and the new rookie that just came in he, I feel like he's going to be really good for their team um, and like you said they have the guys like Jordan uh, Clarkson that are there um, Larry Nash Jr. J.R. Smith Trenton Thompson I mean I think Trenton Thompson already signed a deal though um, before right. the year started but um, I mean like I said I just I don't know I mean I think I don't I mean I guess it's good for for him because he's going to be getting that money. But, I mean, aside from that, I just, I'm not too big on the idea of signing Kevin Love. Because it's just like, really? No, I mean, I, I feel like they could have, you know, for, for that, 
I mean, how old is Kevin Love? The thing about Kevin Love is you, you never really can, you know, you never really can depend on a guy like Kevin because it's like he gets injured so much. But like I said, now that now that they're not looking for a championship anymore, it's kind of like whatever, you know, like you're just going to sign these guys to try to keep a team around us or at least keep a star player here so we can have at least a one-star player, you know. And, and who knows? This might bring the best out of Kevin Love because, like I said, when he played in Minnesota, exactly. when he was by himself in Minnesota, he was a different player. I think yeah. him having Superstar. to take the back, yeah, I think him having to take the back seat to LeBron James, and you know, I think LeBron James has had that effect on every NBA player because yes, every, he team, did. Yes, every he has. team he goes to, when he ends up being the star player, you see that that those players begin to take, you know, they begin to look a lot different. Even um, when he went to Miami with the Heat, Dwayne Wade, we saw the flashes of the things he could do before LeBron got there, and he was amazing, like. And he was still amazing when LeBron was there, but he also took a back seat. Um, well, Chris Bosh, I would say, took more of a back seat. I think Dwayne Wade yeah. kind of stayed in his same range. He just wasn't able to shoot as much, but he was still able to do some of the same things. I, I just think injury stopped him from being able to explode the way he needed to. Very and, true. Uh, you know, so I definitely feel like this might be good for Kevin Love. This might be good for the Cavs. But at the same time, I think they're just in a build, rebuilding process. And like I said, they shouldn't be looking – for for the next probably next two years, they shouldn't even be looking for any playoff appearances, um, and that's just I don't think they're I don't think they're making nobody playoffs. I think they're probably going to be one of the worst teams <laughs> in the East. And that's just, that's a hundred percent fact. I don't care if they got J.R. Smith and these players, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the East. If they're going to have to start, they're going to just they're basically going to have to just rebuild their whole team all the way up into being a contender again, and you know. Who knows? The see, the off season is not over. They might sign somebody else before this um before the off season um or before training camp starts or whatever. But hey, I mean, you never know. Yeah, um, they're gonna be fine. Cleveland will yeah, definitely be fine. They're, they're gonna be fine, but they're like I said, they're not making the playoffs. Maybe next two years. I, I don't know. I, I I like Cleveland to make the playoffs next year. Oh no! What? <laughs> You're true, Listen, man. I got you more really faith in Kevin Love than most people. Okay, but but. Do you know the other teams that are in the East? And you talking yeah, about the teams gonna make the playoffs? We're not gonna act like the East is the West now. Like just just because oh, no, Boston and Philly and Toronto got a little bit better, don't mean that like the East is is all of a sudden the best ever. Like they yeah. still the East. Well, that's the thing. We're for sure not gonna act like they're the West, but at the same time, there are a lot of teams that are gonna be better than them now that LeBron is not there. Like that's that's the, Pro, that's the I mean probably, but them them totally missing the I, playoffs. I can't see that happening. I can totally see that happen. I see the Hawks making the playoffs before they do. See, I'm that's just, crazy. Like <laughs> the the Hawks is probably one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NBA. Like they're not sniffing the playoffs. I don't think I don't think they were the worst team in the NBA. You can't forget they actually have a pretty good. They got a pretty pretty solid team. They just added Trey Young. Into that mix. Yeah. Um, is he going to be ready, though, for, to, to get his team to the playoffs? They also I mean, have Jeff Teague as well. They got uh, – who, who else do they have? Uh, Al Horford. I mean, you, can't, you can't say that. The Atlanta Hawks, I've seen them play. They're pretty nice. I've uh, seen them play. But I definitely will pick them before I pick the Cleveland Cavaliers. When you got a player yeah, like Jeff Teague – You by yourself on that one. See, listen, listen. A lot of these players are underrated because they don't get the attention that they deserve. But when you got a player like Jeff Teague on your team, you're definitely a you're you're definitely going to be, in my opinion, you're going to get way more of a, a a heads up or 
you know, a thumbs up, in, in my opinion, than a team that has a Kevin Love as their star player. Like, no offense to Kevin Love. And this is just a super fact. Kevin Love is their star player. Like, this is who, right. this is who they're banking on. This He's not – I mean, come on. Like, it's Kevin Love. I'm not I'm, – I'm not – yo. We, See, but why are you disrespecting Kevin Love like that, though? Honestly, Kevin Listen, Love not, was in was in people's top five when he was in Minnesota. He was putting up what was he putting up? Like twenty five and fifteen. Was, like he was in Minnesota, where people were not even able to watch all of his games. But then when he got on the real stage with LeBron, where he had to take a back be. seat like every other superstar that played with LeBron. But superstars yo, look bad with LeBron James. Now nah, you can't say that because I don't think Dwayne Wade looked bad. I think injury stopped him from really doing. No, no, that, that's true. But Dwayne Wade is he—he's a—he's a different kind of case. Dwayne Wade is arguably okay. a top three player at like Chris at his position to ever play basketball. All right, Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh was at a third spot. Shaq was Shaq was old. Yeah. You know so. I, I like Kevin Love to to, to have a, a breakout or not breakout, but a, a, a much 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 better season than he's had I, I, playing I, with LeBron James. I, I agree. He, he, I hopefully he has a better season. But like I said, um, I'm still taking the Hawks over them any uh, day right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You over there by yourself on that. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see when the season. We'll see when the playoffs. We we, we will definitely see, and we can revisit yeah. it. Yeah, we'll see when the playoffs come around next year. Now you'll you'll be able to see that they're. Just you, you, just watch. <laughs> just I got watch. you. All right. Um, Quavo says he wants to build a high school name. Um, high school mm-hmm. high. I think that's a good idea. I think. Yes, it know, is. I mean, you know, the name is, you know, kind of whatever, but. I'm cool yeah. with the name. I like it. Hey, yeah, I, I mean, graduated from Huncho High. That's kind of lit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he can get in the works uh, with it. I mean, he has. He should have enough boot to do so. I mean, if mm-hmm. you get back to your community. I mean, in the best way possible, building a school is that's something that goes a long way. Like, you know, building a a school for your city, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? I mean, if he has, like I said, if he has the money to do so, then why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, if you have the, you know, I, I feel like if a lot of people have that kind of money, I feel like they would put their money and invest it in things like, you know, schools and stuff. And, you know, trying to help the community, help the kids have a better, uh, you know, better time with their education, however you, however he's going to do that, I don't know. But, right. I mean, I think it would definitely be dope if he did um, do that. So, yeah. Um, also, uh, Drake and my feeling breaks all-time single week U.S. streaming record. I mean, we can't say we didn't see that coming. I mean, but I'm going to just say this now after the weeks of his album being out. Is it to me, or is that like the only song that's really popping? I would say, I would say you're right. That, that's the only song that's getting major airplay, and the only Absolutely. song that people really bumping. Absolutely, and that's the, that's the thing I had said from the from the jump when the album came out. It's not that I was trying to, you know, throw Drake on the bus, but you know, when Take Care came out, Take Care, you could listen to every single song. I think was on the radio with Take Care, or it was kind of like every single song was getting the same kind of love, in my opinion. Like, he had an album that you could tell he worked, 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 worked super hard on. And with this album, it was good as well. There were certain tracks you can listen to. But was it a classic album? No. No, classic, not at all. A classic, a classic album, in my opinion, is an album that you're going to listen to forever. Like, you're going to keep listening to it. I think when that album came out, I'm going to just be honest, I think the first week people played it out, I loved it, whatever, whatever. 
now they're back to their regular playlist and they might have added mm-hmm. two or three they might have added two or three songs from that album to their to their uh, regular playlist and that's it. That's not a classic album and that's not an album. If you're gonna do a double disc if you're gonna have a double disc, like you he did a double disc album. If you're gonna have a double disc album, you need to be able making sure that at least ten of those tracks are bangers. Exactly. And I'm not saying and I'm not saying that, you know, to somebody else it might not be ten tracks that are uh, to somebody else, ten tracks. He might have ten bangers on that album. But and if you're somebody that really listens to the hip hop and the stuff that he released on that on that album, then no, he didn't really have. There really weren't any. You know, it really was no like ooh, like you know, I love this. It was kind of like some so so stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, you know, I mean, I was saying that before and. I like I said I wasn't standing because I'm not a big Drake fan. I was a fan to be honest because if it was another artist, like I said, I wasn't even a fan of the J Cole album that just came out. But even the J Cole album, in my opinion, with the little bit of track he had, was better than this album that Drake just put out. Definitely. And I don't even care how much Drake sold on the album. This is just a fact. I mean, people, you have to really look into stuff. It is what it is. Don't put out a double disc album if you don't if ten of the songs aren't gonna be bangers. Period. Point blank. I mean, I think the last person to put out a double disc album was Ray Shrummer, Chris Brown. Chris Brown put out his. Chris Brown put out his double disc album. I didn't listen to all the songs, but only thing I heard was that it wasn't. You know, he didn't have as many hits on it. My thing is, I don't understand why people are putting out double. I remember when double disc albums used to have Matt. Um, used to have all the bangers on. I remember R. Kelly put out his doubles album. I really don't deal with R. Kelly, but I'm just <laughs> saying as an example, well, R. Kelly put out his doubles album for, um, I think it was um... Did you hear his 19-minute song? Yeah, I heard that crazy song and that I don't know what talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's really crazy, but um, he put out a double disc album and the album like, right. no skits, like I don't even know. I, I don't remember. It was a red, it's like a red disc album. I don't know the name of the album. Cause I'm not, like I said, I'm not big on R. Kelly, but I know he put out a double disc album and the album was like bangers the whole, the whole way through. And, you know, I mean, it's hard to put out a double disc album and all like you have that many songs that are bangers. But I mean, hopefully we see more people putting out double disc albums and actually doing them the right way. Um, yeah. Make them good. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce did it too, and hers was good. So I mean, you know, it's, but that's it's Beyonce, possible. Though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it's possible for people to put out double albums and they uh, really bang, and they're uh, pretty good. But um, yeah, we haven't had the best. We haven't had the best double disc albums, honestly, in the past few weeks. Um, so uh, also, um, Dave East is gonna be putting out uh, Karma Two on yeah, this Friday. That's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, he's putting out his album this Friday, and I mean, um, Davey's one of those guys. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing his new music. Um, I mean, to me, I'm just hoping that it's kind of more like an elevation type project. Okay. Um, hopefully, you know, because I feel like with Davey's, I mean, I listen to a lot of his tracks. I feel like some of them sound the same. Maybe that's that could be because of production. Um, whatever the case may be. But one thing I do like about Dave East is that he does go back, he tries to go back and sample older songs. And I think that's something that we miss with the new generation of rappers. A lot of the new generation rappers, they don't really like to dig in and, um, you know, kind of sample those older tracks, you know, like those dope tracks. But um, 
Dave E did that on his first on his debut album, and he did it on the last project that he just released. So he had a few samples from some '90s hits, and I thought that was cool. So hopefully on this uh, comments through the shop on Friday, he does the same thing, and maybe and hopefully it's just different production. You know, like I said, we just want, I just want to hear different production from him. You know, I feel like his rhymes is always the same. Um, that's good. But as far as production, like different beats, stuff like that, it needs to be done, you know, period. Like you gotta yeah, have gotcha. some kinda of, you gotta have some kind of off the wall beats and stuff like that. Like can't be the same stuff that we used to hearing, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully that hopefully we hear that out of karma too. But like you said, I am gonna give it a listen. Yeah, um, he's gonna come with it for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna give it a listen. Um I know Matt Miller's also coming out with a with a mix, uh, no, oh. he's coming out with an album on um, August 1st, I believe. Okay. August 1st. Yeah. Shout out to Meg def- Miller. Shout right. out to Davies as well. Yo, I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely gonna listen to uh, both of those new, new projects. But um, yep, that's pretty much it. Um, so I feel like we got to everything. And also, last but not least, can't forget Carmelo is now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston. Where, where? It's supposedly going to Houston. Did he already sign the deal? Or uh, yeah, I think so. I think he signed for the veteran minimum. Okay, so um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that, and what do you think this is gonna do and, for um Houston? Yeah, it, it's, it's going it's going to put Houston right back where they was at. Hopefully, in <laughs> conference finals, maybe even push them over the edge. But it, it keeps Houston a, a little more relevant than what they was since they lost a few pieces in the offseason. Yeah. So I mean, let's get yeah. it pop in Houston. Yeah, like I said, I'm hoping that he can bounce back, do some different stuff. But um, I'm with you on that. I think they're pretty much going to be stagnant with adding him. No offense. You think? Carmelo. Yeah, I don't think that that's, this is going to really change anything, especially not in the eyes of the Warriors. This might actually hurt their chances of actually, like, being able to beat them. I think this year they were so close to beating him because they had Capella. Then they didn't even resign him, and they should have. I think that was so stupid that they didn't resign that guy. He was really the, the factor in that game. Especially the game seven, he was the biggest factor in why they were close and why they were able to really compete. He was killing those guys on the inside. And you got to think about it now. This year, they don't have, um, they're not going to have Javale McGee, so they're not going to be able to ha- uh, have him there. So it, it would have been perfect for them to re-sign him and have him um, to be that guy on the inside because you're going to have DeMarcus Cousins. But that's if DeMarcus Cousins is not, you know, if he's not injured because DeMarcus Cousins does get injured a lot. So that would have been perfect for them to sign him. But, you know, I mean, it's a decision that I guess they made or whatever, and they wanted to sign mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. So be it. Carmelo Anthony doesn't have a lot left in him. I mean, Carmelo Anthony doesn't have the heart anymore. I mean, I'm hoping that he can bring something to the table that Houston has a thing that, that they don't have that they need, but I just don't think it's going to be possible. I'm sorry. I think this might hurt them more than it's going to help them because you're putting – if they're taking, if they're bringing Carmelo to the team, he's gonna want to be a starter. He's already said that he doesn't want to not start. So him starting on your roster, I mean, I'm sorry, but he seems to be somebody that's not. I mean, I don't know. I think the Thunder's gonna be a way better team without Carmelo. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I got faith in Melo. Yeah. That's just my man, but. I mean, I just hope Melo go out there and ball, and hopefully he could. Make it far in the fight uh, in the in the playoffs with Houston because they should have beat Golden State last year. To be honest, I'm sorry to tell y'all, but Houston was the better team. I mean, like I said, I have faith in Melo. It's just simple fact that I just have to be honest. He doesn't have it in him anymore. Period. And I did, I disagree though. I, I think I think he got it in him. He just was All in right. a bad situation last year. Well, 
Well, hey, listen, we're gonna see we're gonna see this upcoming NBA. Again, you're right. <laughs> we're gonna and, revisit it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see what he's able to do. As far as um all those topics, is there anything else you need to say for the before we end the podcast today? Uh, other than Kobe being a goat, I don't think it's nothing <laughs> to say. <laughs> all right then. So um so all right, so guys, you can check out the BCG podcast. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes. Apple Music, you can listen. Um, also, make sure you, um, you can check it out on SoundCloud as well, www.soundcloud slash BCG Podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, make sure you guys leave comments, uh, reviews, tell us, yeah, how you feel about, tell us how you feel about the podcast, what we should work on and all that. And like I said, all criticism is welcome. We, we like good or bad criticism. Anything is going to help, um, help the podcast grow and help us be better. You know, we do our uh, podcast, our episodes. So, is, is that it? Yeah, Jetpack? that's all. That's it. All right. So, um, thank you, Jetpack Nick, for um tuning yeah. in. No problem. No problem. Today, and um, we'll hear back from you guys when we do our episode twenty fifth, uh, twenty five. All right. Peace. All right. Thank you.